This is Unmasked, the Chronicles of Romoran and Sandata. I'm Romoran, FKA Sandata. And of course, I am his co-host, uh, Mark Sterling of this podcast, ABL Anselmo. Why are you so, why are you so quiet? Why are you, why are you whispering? Because we're about to get to the explosive part. <laughs> this is like the Oppenheimer of uh, um, this. No, when I was Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> <It's Oppenheimer. laughs> this is the Oppenheimer episode. <laughs> oh boy. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> this is the Mojo Dojo Casa House. <laughs> <laughs> Big mess. Yeah. So uh, for those who don't know, I forgot to introduce the podcast last episode. Oh. Oh, yeah. But for those who don't know. I didn't notice. Yeah. I didn't notice as well until now. My name is Romoran, formerly known as Sandata. I work now as a commentator for Manila Wrestling Federation. But before that, in a previous pre-pandemic life, I was... I, I actively wrestled <laughs> I can't I can't say I was a wrestler because I you yeah. never stop being one <laughs> yeah you never do I actively wrestled uh, Sandata for Philippine Wrestling Revolution and this podcast is about the stories from that time of you uh, and maybe, the people around you and the people around you yeah hey nice hat thank you thank yeah. you so much it's like yeah uh, shout out to one Kato Potato for this hat no there we go yeah uh, all right, so last episode, we talked about the beginning of my feud with my storyline with Chino Ginto. Mm-hmm. But uh, although that is a long, long storyline that extends all the way to the middle of 2017, uh, there is another thing that happened in 2016, which is very much one of the, or if not the worst year of Philippine wrestling at the time. The biggest stumble. It's not even a fucking stumble. It's like, I don't know if you have a skateboard. <laughs> Crash. Wipeout. Yeah, it's the biggest wipeout. Almost the biggest wipeout. So, this is after Revolution X 2016, which happened in June, uh, May. May of 2016. May of 2016. Because you say it was a WrestleMania. Yeah. And uh, this is the biggest story. That we might ever tell on this podcast, but uh, it's a story that everyone has been waiting for. But also, it's a story that we've also given a lot of time to on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, mm-hmm. formerly known as the SGP Podcast. So we've had a lot of people from that who lived through that event talk about the event. Yeah, we've had them tell the story. So I would actually direct you to go back and listen to those episodes because I wasn't there. Um, Stan and I weren't there. He was a um, spectator. I wasn't a spectator. I, uh, we were just not booked there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll get to that in a bit. But on the whole, this episode talks about the downfall of classical Brian Leo from Philippine Wrestling Revolution. Goodbye, CBL. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to do a whole takedown episode because one, we'd already done that, and two, I didn't really want to be uh, doing that. But champre kasi um, for the next mainline PW event after Revolution X, we were booked in a match together. And that match didn't happen because of everything else that happened in between. So I had yeah. to tell that story to get to that story. Yeah, so it, it's basically like just a quick rundown somehow uh, of what happened just so we can lead into what your next match was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I think by now, most of you who are listening to this, I mean, if you are a fan of the Philippine wrestling scene, you already know what happened to classical Brian Leo from... PWR, about one. Although to be fair, for the benefit of oh. people who 
are new to the scene somehow. At least, you know, you get a context of uh, who cra- classical Brian Leo is. But while we've done that in previous episodes, uh-huh. what kind of person he is. But, you know, at least you get the context of what happened, where it went, you know. Yeah. So so I wanted to start from the very beginning because uh, Yusuf and I had quite back- the history. Yeah, background check. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah, so before I even knew him as part of PWR and as part of the team that you know brought the Jiri here, mm-hmm. uh, we had gone to the same high school. And what school is that? Uh, Azobel, that's Azobel. Okay. So uh, I was a senior when I had first heard of him because he was in the school band. I was in a school band as well. Senior ka, and then he is? I believe either young. seventh grade or freshman. Oh, so hella younger than you? Oh, yeah, for okay. sure. Uh, he was in the band. I knew him because he was in the band, and I was in the band as well. They, he was playing the tuba or the sousaphone, which is the big um, brass instrument that you wear around your shoulder, or the tuba, which is smaller. Basta one of those, because it wasn't one of the instruments that you usually got. So I don't know why they gave him that. And then some of the kids, his uh, peers, were making fun of him because he was of Arab ethnicity. Yeah, but he was half Filipino, half uh, uh, Arab. Bahraini. Arab. Oh, okay. Mm. And Chempre, as was the insensitive thing to do at the time, they called, they were bullying him a bit and calling him terrorist. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty bad. That's actually something I don't agree with. High but, school name calling, man. Yeah. Especially in the Philippines. Yeah, so when I f- first joined PWR, and then when. Oh, when, when, wait. A uh, quick oh. question before you go into getting into PWR. You were in the school band, right? Mm. Oh, what, 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 what instrument? What was I playing? Yeah. I was playing saxophone. Oh, saxophone. My friend in jazz. <laughs> no, I, I didn't I, play jazz. I couldn't play jazz. I was not taught how to play jazz. I'm a trumpet person, by the way. So Are you a trumpet player? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know that. So we're now wind, we, wind we people. Know, yeah. You know what? I actually wanted to learn the trumpet. Like, no. I actually want to buy a secondhand trumpet and learn it. But I don't have space because when you live in a, in a high-rise or a mid-rise. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Even so. if you have the, the mute, mm-hmm. I couldn't practice sax. Yeah. I couldn't even practice sax at home because it's a small house. Yeah. So, yeah. so let's go back. So now I, now I have a trumpet teacher eventually. No. No, <laughs> no I need to know how to, to oh, blow it properly. Okay. <laughs> so I've been trying to. No, before yeah. I, when I would get the brass mouthpiece. Oh, you don't. You have a tough time doing it? Yeah, because ang alam ko lang is yung general idea. You have to, yeah, you know. yeah. It is. It is. It's very tough. <laughs> yeah. You have to really like uh, flex your lip muscles exactly. for that so one. Exactly. So I wanted to know how to do that because I always want to learn how to play the trumpet. So I'll teach him the trumpet. Anyway, so yun digressing. Again. Yeah. Uh, but that's what we do. But then, so, so you I, joined PWR before I joined PWR. Oh. I was we were having the PWR people on the podcast. Because that before we. Stan and I joined Shemper. Uh, we we guested them to give them um, exposure, right? media exposure. Yeah. And to, for them to tell their stories because we were all part of the wrestling scene, the wrestling fandom. So I first met him then and then I, Shemper, he didn't know me at the time, but I told him we went to the same high school and that I knew of him. So yeah, um, I quickly gelled with him because I, one, we like the same kind of wrestling. We like to do technical wrestling. I like to do catch wrestling, submission wrestling, no world of sports style. As he, you know, style niya as a wrestler. Is yes, he like that? That, that is his style as okay. a wrestler. Okay. And to be fair, he did it pretty well. 
Okay. Like he, that was the best thing he could do. Yung, yung world of sports style wrestling. Chain wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we would eventually be, you know, good friends. Because um, we would do those. We would train ch- technical wrestling together. We would chain wrestle. We would do a lot of chain wrestling sessions during training, during practice. They call it chain wrestling flows or technical flows now, mm-hmm. which was not a thing before. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Gen Z's. No, I'm kidding. So this will be an important point later. Yung friendship namin because we like we like to wrestle each other. <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> you have had two <laughs> two uh, weird calls today. <laughs> okay, so after that, so you at least have a background. Yeah. Then what happened with like Fox? And yeah, there's more. Um, in 2015, uh, we met. We were introduced to the head of content, I believe, or programming, head of programming ng Fox Philippines, si Rohit Tarani. He was, I believe, an Indian national or a Malaysian national. I'm not sure. I'm sorry, yeah. Rohit. I don't know what your nationality, your nationality is. But, but is Fox PH still here? It, no, it is not. Oh, the Fox PH okay. team. We're still friends with the Fox PH team, but, but the, the channel is dead. Okay. So we met him when we were guesting. We we had an ambush guesting so boy side out. Because we were recording the podcast that night at Paragon Plaza. So Mello, where Stan used to work, and down the hall was oh, Magic. Mello. Yeah. yeah, Mello and Magic. Yeah, down the hall was Magic. And then uh, we were told by our friend uh, Jam Alas that they were talking about wrestling because Slick Rick had gone to a PWR show. Uh he enjoyed it? Uh, I think he enjoyed it because he was talking about it. So he had fun. So Jamalas told us uh, they were talking about it. So we went over there. and Did they expect this? No. Because you said it was an ambush. Like- they didn't. I don't know if Jam told them that we were coming, but uh, we were there. They somehow recognized us already as wrestlers. No. <laughs> well, and I mean, they, they put us on the air. Yeah. That's nice. Tiro Hit was there. He was guesting then. I think... I'm not sure if he was uh, talking wrestling then at the time, but for some reason he was there. He was there as Fox, uh, as a Fox guy, and then we met, and then we were introduced, and then uh, Stan eventually pitched him the idea of uh, doing a wrestling show, uh, a pundit show, right? yeah, on on Fox, and then Rohit agreed. Like, like it was such a long shot, but he agreed. I don't know if it was because uh, he knew Stan was a DJ or we did a podcast. I don't know, but yeah. he agreed. And um, he was willing to give us uh, airtime during around pay-per-view season, like the Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. Yeah. So, well, that's our game shot. I don't know. I don't know why he was so game, but well, I mean, I don't know why he was so game. <laughs> I mean, at least, come on, it's it's somehow to as you said, it's. To complement the WWE program, yeah, but uh, you know, time, so. we were unproven. Like we were literal nobodies, about. And uh, Rohit told us to do the thing, you know, figure out a plan. And then Shepard, Stan, and I were involved. Mm-hmm. And then just I, the two of you, we were already there. Shepard, we did the show. We we no, birthed yeah. the podcast. We yeah. were the ones talking about wrestling. Okay, we knew our shit, right? So um, I then had the idea. I said we Shepard, we had. There was space for three guys. I then had the idea to include Yusuf because I wanted there to be an actual pro wrestler. I was not out yet as Sandata. So oh, people right. didn't know me as a wrestler. They knew 
whoever knew me knew me as a wrestling guy, podcaster, podcaster, whatever. journalist, yeah, yeah. writer, whatever. Yun lang, yun lang yung alam nila, not the wrestler. Oh, uh, so yun. Um, what's the show called? The Wrestling Gods. Oh yeah, okay. the Wrestling Gods. Jesus Christ. Forgot, okay, so to mention that, just a quick, uh, quick question for you. Um, who came up with the Wrestling Gods? I forgot. Name? I forgot who. Uh, we were throwing around names because one of the other ideas was the wrestling guys. Then I forgot who said who brought up JBL, and then they just used the we just went with the wrestling guys. It, it was a catchy name. Oh, I mean, I I remembered the show and mm. I was like I was surprised like oh there's a Philippine yes, wrestling yeah. show on Fox. Oh like, yeah, okay. And people were so fucking pissed because well, we would come on after pay per views. Okay. Yeah, people were expecting The Walking Dead, which was at the peak of its popularity at the time. Oh. So, so after pay-per-views, they would run us first for some reason because we should be airing before the pay-per-view because we were Actually, our well, content huh. was before was about stuff before the pay-per-view. It should be. Yeah. So they run they ran us before and after for 15 minutes before and after the pay-per-view. Ah, which, so me after pa, so Yeah, me yeah. before and me after. Yes, exactly. Oh, so you after cut. They're the same, same. Yeah, it was the same shit. <laughs> it was the same content. Exactly. Analysis okay lang. Yeah, and it and it cut into the Walking Dead time. And people were so fucking angry. Who were these jabronis at, talking about wrestling when we were supposed to get The Walking Dead? At the height of yung popularity yes. ng Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. Sinira mo yung momentum nila. Yeah, yeah. Shame on you guys. It was, it was a Monday morning. Yeah, And Walking Dead's new episodes sa HBO for Sunday nights, right? Yeah. Sunday nights in the so, US. Sakto, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. Dito. Yes, Sakto yes. yung timing. Yeah, and the people were so fucking angry. Especially, even the wrestling fans. Because, of course, like... Who did who who the fuck are these guys talking about wrestling? I don't know who any of you are, diba? Like this was before Stan was even on TV, diba? As uh, the commentator or whatever. Diba? At least man lang sana binigyan ng heads up na something yeah. about like no, sana nagkaroon ng introductory episode na just to get the context of who you guys are. I think we did the man. We did do that, of course. We we introduced ourselves and I think we we there were commercials that ran yeah. Talking about uh, introducing talking us. about you guys, yeah. yeah so there was because yeah. I remember the the, the commercial. Yeah, yeah. So Maron, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after digressing that, so it was my idea to bring Yusuf on because I wanted there to be someone we could at least call a pro wrestler giving pro wrestling takes. That was a major, major L on my part. Like Stan didn't like the idea. Oh, so it was Pero your pinilid, decision. Pinilid ko nang siya kasi. Parang Yusuf kasi was a good talker. Then. He was like, can't, can't deny he's a good talker. Okay. And he has charisma. Articulate, yeah, person. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. articulate. But siyempre, the whole thing, being on TV for a fraction of fame, a fraction of uh, an hour, yeah. 15, literal 15 minutes of fame. 15 minutes of fame. Fucking inflated his ego. Uh, okay. So, yeah. uh, he wouldn't, he admitted to not watching WWE, not following it while we were doing the show. Yeah, I don't know how true that was because some other people told me like he was super updated. He just didn't want to say it to sound cool. Oh, God. So, I don't know. I don't know. And then eventually we would also find out that he was talking shit about us behind our back with the PWR roster. He was telling them that he was the one carrying the show. And if it weren't for him, wow, would be no show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Shit. They told us that. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Siyempre, si kami ni Stan ang nagano ng show. We 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 pitched the you show. You guys pitched it. Stan pitched the show, not even me. He was the one talking to Rohit. Oh my so, yeah, god. The, the the nerd, <laughs> The nerd to do that. Oh my god. He's so, yeah. so he's in ba- over his head. Yeah, so that's a background of my relationship with Yusuf. And then so after Revolution X of in May 2016. Okay, so backtrack. Yeah, backtracking. Going back to the main line. Yeah. We book a show in fucking Batanes. June 2016. That was supposed to be the show for the month. We don't Canon have or no? No, because it was a house show again for a politician. A okay. politician brought us, them, the PWR, to Batanes for a show for us because for their constituents. And uh, it was, again, a product of Yusuf and his wife and his mom negotiating on our behalf, you know, to bring us places. In On paper, the whole thing bringing us around the Philippines was, was nice, right? Who doesn't want that, too? Uh, no. uh, in hindsight, it's a good concept. Yeah. But the execution of it, like, after hearing your stories, I have read it beforehand, this entire story. But, man. Okay. So... You gotta go into detail. Yeah, so there was a sh- there was they booked us for a show in Batanes, and Champre, if you know anything about Philippine wrestling, you know how much of a shit show this was. We again we've had multiple episodes talking about this on the Wrestling Wrestling podcast. I can just probably link them to you. <laughs> it's it's gonna be on the description, I think. But for those who don't know, this is what happened. Here we go. They flew out there all the way to Batanes. That was fine. I, that was a Friday. Friday. Oh, by the way. It was uh, supposed to be on a weekend. Quick question. Like, how many members of the roster? I, the, I don't know. But it was a good amount. Because you have to build a show, right? Same go-see program? Parang yung pinili yung mga gusto nila? Or? No. Kasi, actually, I don't know. But no. Parang feeling ko, uh, we, we were the ones who chose this time. Because I was supposed to be on it. Oh, okay. So go yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So they flew out on Friday, and I think they did the show the next day on Saturday. Saturday. And then there was a horrible turnout, from what I heard. How? Describe horrible. I don't know. Um, pero parang konti talaga pumunta. Almost maybe one of the madness levels. But that is And then the kicker, they were supposed to fly home, I believe, on Monday. Okay. But they could not. How come? You know why? Why? Because they did not have return tickets. When Yusuf and his side booked this, accepted this booking, for some reason, they accepted it without being guaranteed, without guaranteeing that there would be return tickets for all of them. So they flew in there and had no way to get out. So they were stranded there for two or three days after the, after they were supposed to fly home. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was the major fuck up. And that was the, oh my God. Yeah. They were stuck there. And then they no, were, I do, don't understand. Like, how do you, I do not understand thing? either. They were super it's, despondent because they didn't have a way to get home. So, people had to call their families for to, to find a way to get an emergency plane ticket out of Batanes. Yeah, which is actually a tough task. One person, I, I believe Sivdad Sinsik, I think, uh, he managed to get uh, a boat out because he needed to get back. 
So he, ah. he couldn't wait for a ticket. He Grabe. Just, uh, wait, on the same, like yung day ng flight, nag-book na siya? I think or the as, day after? Oh, as know. soon as he could. He, uh-huh. as, as soon as he could get a, a ferry, he got the fuck out of there. Straight to Manila? Uh, Siyempre, he would book, he would have to take a bus to Manila, diba? Ah, okay. From, okay, I believe, either somewhere in Ilocos or Cagayan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Wow. And Tapos, then, these are their personal money. Yun, yun pa. So if they could afford it, they had to pay out of pocket for a uh, ticket out of Batanes. If they could not afford it, Red Oliero was there to bail them out using his own pocket money. So, yun, but, um, Red, myself, uh, Main Max, and some other people were not there because. Um, oh, yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah, yeah. Why, I, wasn't, I wasn't there. I was originally supposed to be there, I was booked to be there. And then, uh, no original date. I was, I, I knew I could have still taken the leave, but then they changed it right away, and I believe they changed it in the week off or closer to the week off. Yeah. And then I couldn't go anymore because I couldn't ah, take a leave. So, yeah. Una, I was jealous. <laughs> I thought to put it, bro. I mean, you are. If I could say. Mm. You are a lucky motherfucker. Yeah, I am. I am a lucky motherfucker. Bro, two bullets. Uh, like two big oh, bullets. Yeah. Oh, yes. Missed it. Okay, so the worst part about the the escape from Batanes was that- Escape from Batanes? <laughs> see Yusuf and his mom and his wife, I believe. I can't remember if his wife was there. But they were trying to get out first without, you know, helping everyone else that oh. they stranded. So that is a major fuck up in this story. What kind of leader is that, right? I'm thinking of yourself before, you know. Yeah. His, I think if I remember correctly, they asked his dad for help. See, see, Yusuf, they asked his dad to buy them tickets out of there. And then for them lang. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, for them lang. Like, uh, no, 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 not for everyone. For uh, them lang. He, he wanted to get out of there and possibly leave everyone else behind. Like, Jesus Christ. How about the politician? Like, well, uh, I I don't know. I don't know why they why they didn't go after them and try to beg for a way back. I don't even know why they accepted the whole thing without uh, uh, a guarantee. Maybe Penramis said, "Okay, you'll get a ticket home after you come here." But then, obviously, they did not get a ticket home, and I don't know why they didn't, you know, storm down the door. And yeah, sanaman lang like parang they demanded. Yeah, uh, so that's fucked up. So that's weird. So when Red, um. Shelled out money to get everyone back. He he treated it. He charged it as a loan to Yusuf. It's supposed to be company money bringing everyone back. If you if you spent other people's money flying there, mm-hmm. you should be responsible for bringing them back. It's part of the deal of this whole thing. And it's like a responsibility thing. You're the leader. You're supposed to be the one to really. Yeah. And then people were super depressed because they didn't think they were co- ever. Nilman ever, but they didn't think they were gonna come home anytime soon. Because the flight Sabatanis, it's not every day. Yeah, it's not. That's why I, t- I said a while ago, it's a very tough task to yeah. even book tickets for Batanis. Because it's Oh, you Cebu, na parang, oh, yeah, let's book one. No, it's yeah, not yeah, that exactly, way. Yeah, exactly. So it's fucked up. It's it's super fucked up because it was the biggest failing of of him, of his administration, as of him as president. Right? So so we'll we'll talk about that a little more later. So um obviously everyone got mad at him. He was a marked man for a while. Well, for a lot 
for a long while. <laughs> for a long while, pretty pretty long while. So yun yeah, for deep for more in depth stories about this, please listen to the old episodes of the podcast of Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. So yun, which then takes us to the next show. So now we have our. Uh, we were talking about the what happened in Batanes, which leads to a while ago that you said that there was a planned match between you and him. Yeah. So okay. so what's the name of the event? Uh, it's called the Shawdown oh. because it was in Shaw Boulevard. Uh, I mean, pretty pretty <laughs> okay, pretty creative. So pretty creative. Yun, yeah, um, we had to find a new venue because, from what I was told, we were banned from I Academy because. The leader of the network jumped from the balcony ledge to the floor during their match, which happened before, by the way. Nung si Mayhem Brannigan, he did that. Which, but it was in MCS, so nobody cares. But I Academy was a private school, yeah. so they have their own rules, and they are also, I think, a religious private school. And of course, come on, like I mean. Uh, so they didn't want to be associated with that danger. But yeah, it's so like reckless. It they, looks reckless. Oh, it, it is reckless. But I'll be honest. Uh, to be fair, it was safe because uh, you have a whole gang of guys catching catching you. It, it was just the idea of the jump itself was dangerous. In your reckless part, yeah. But I will say that if when people do that, it's what usually one of the safer things, safer stunts that you get to do, mm-hmm. especially here in the Philippines. Yeah. So yeah, we were banned from what I was told. Legitimately so had, banned. Wow. Yeah, until 2018. Ah, so na oh. Yeah, yeah. And then some other shit happened. <laughs> Which we will get to at another season. At some point later. <laughs> yeah. So where did you guys end up? So we ended up at this place called Shaw Centrum. That's a Zentrum. So <laughs> it was cool. It, it was a commercial building along Shaw Boulevard. Mm-hmm. It's beside SNR Shaw. And uh, Mandala Park. Mm, okay. So in Pure Gold, in Pure Gold, done. Mm. I used to live uh, really close by, and uh, there was an events place that they had at this commercial building at the very top floor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a church would also have their events there, as we would find oh. out later. Then, <laughs> oh. spacious. Yeah, it's pretty spacious. It's pretty cold as well. So the aircon, oh, aircon was really good. How about bathroom? <laughs> uh, bathroom was okay. okay. Yeah, it was okay. Really okay. Okay. Actually, uh, no complaints about the space itself, but that space was really cursed because oh, a lot so. of bad shit happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> Including this first bad shit. Okay. Okay, so creative of PWR at the time booked uh, myself versus Yusuf in a match. Creatively, nothing? Or huh? just random match? Random match. I don't know if it was... I don't know if... Yusuf was the one, <coughs> excuse me, to book this match. Um, but I think he did. If he did, it, it was probably because we had good chemistry in training. Mm, okay. uh, I think uh, Mark Dimonado will have to clarify if who booked this. Ah, as I know he's listening to this. He was part of the creative at, uh, at the time. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then um, somewhere down the line, I w- I was told that I was going over in the match. Oh, yeah, you're gonna win over the, for- win. the former world champion. But I. I'm not sure if it was because people were so mad at him about Patanes. So, you know, that could have been a thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So. Here we go. The thing that happened, the cursed thing that happened in the show. Yusuf arrived at the venue super late. 
I think I remember getting a message or a call on my way there saying that he might not be making it at all. Oh, I thought he he messaged you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so somebody told I I think somebody told me. Somebody okay. hinted that he might not be going. How did you feel about it? I don't know. I okay lang kasi I didn't have to wrestle. <laughs> you know what I felt about that. You know what I feel about wrestling. No more nerves. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> but then he arrived really late. Okay. And then when he got there, he was super frozen in one spot. He was sitting I think he arrived just before the show was about to go on. And then he set himself up in a bench by the corridor heading to the entranceway. Parang super, he was, he was despondent and he was like acting like he was having an anxiety attack. Oh yeah, I remember now. Parang he was feeling really bad physically and parang he couldn't breathe or whatever. He was acting like that. And if it, if it was a real anxiety attack, I couldn't blame him because everyone, he was public enemy number one at that show. Yeah. But it could also have been uh, he was playing it up for for sympathy. Right? Yeah. So no sayon, sympathy for you. <laughs> sayon, he couldn't he couldn't be interacted with. He was having a hard time. He was like trying, parang parang feeling like he was he was acting like he was about to faint or whatever. So we could not talk about our match at all. Oh, that's even, the worst part. Even when we were supposed to go on after intermission. Oh, so second half of the show. Yeah, sec- we were supposed to open the second half of the show. Okay. And then, well, you couldn't talk to him. He didn't feel like wrestling. Did you try? I did try. Okay. I did try. Like so Shepard, I, was, I was the other guy in the match. <laughs> what, what, did you, what were things that you were saying to him? I, I don't remember. I, don't uh, remember. <laughs> I fucking don't remember. It was, just, <laughs> it was just a shit show. So, uh, because I couldn't talk to him about anything, I figured that we were just going to go out there and call it in the ring. I was confident that we could do that. I said we had chained wrestled each yeah. other so much in training that so I figured in, we could just do that and you know get to a finish. Going in along Yeah, yeah. yeah I was confident. But then, nung intermission, he really didn't want to do anything. He didn't want to move. He was sitting there. He was just, you know, he was acting all weak and shit. It was like he was about to faint and shit. I mean, bro, if you need to think about like that kind of... Uh, um, anxiety attacks or yeah. whatever. If if you have one, bro, go to a doctor. Yeah, you you yeah. don't stay there. Yeah. So, and the, the thing is, we don't know if it was legit or he was just there to, you know, to look like he was having an anxiety attack and yeah. we should feel sorry for him. Bro, if you're if you're not able to breathe, I mean, dude, if you stay there, patay ka na. <laughs> like legitimately, <laughs> patay ka na. Because you can't breathe, man. Yeah, so because I couldn't get him to do anything, I had to call an audible. Um, and that's smart of you. That's very smart of you to call. It was that. also nice because I didn't have to wrestle. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still, very. Uh, I mean, so, very proactive yeah, action yeah. for you. We, uh, in the script, we were supposed after the match between Yusuf and I, we were supposed uh, Chino Ginto and I were supposed to have a post-match segment. Mm. Um, you know, uh, setting up our next match. Yeah, bigger feud. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, what was the audible? That I you audible the lang to. Um, have him come out instead of Yusuf when I would make my entrance pretending that the match would still go on as advertised. So instead of Yusuf coming out, instead of classical Brian Leo coming out, it would be Chino Ginto. And then we would get to a stare down and then uh, we would exchange words and then we would 
uh, I would challenge him to a match. Or, no, no, no. We would get into a stare down. We would brawl and we would get separated. And then I would challenge him to a match at the next show. You speak at this point. So, yes, I spoke no. at this point. Okay, okay. I, I think that was my first ever actual promo. Ah. Okay, so. Pero, uh, Chino also volunteered to do a match on the spot there. But I wasn't confident at oh, all. Oh, so he wasn't booked in the show? I think he was booked. I, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Pero parang just to save the, Yeah, just to save the, the, the fact. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but man, um, good for him know. too. Yeah, it was good At for him. I wasn't confident in myself working with other people because I, I had wrestled Yusuf so much in training that I knew we could do something impromptu. But mm-hmm. with other people, not just because of not just with Chino, but with other people, I'm not. I wasn't so confident. Yeah, unless somebody else would lead me in the ah, impromptu match. Like so, it's ibang tao yung call yeah, the match. Yeah, it, it was nothing not on you. Chino. I just wasn't confident in myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we just did the thing so that we can have a segment because we would almost always wrestle in every segment of the show of how, the card how long was the match supposed to be I don't remember well Shemper if we were if we couldn't talk about anything I was gonna make it a short match so yung segment yung, how long did it take it was only quick like 5 minutes ah okay I mean decent enough yeah to, yeah to take up some time and it was nice because you know to uh, change the pace of the show of the card so it wasn't going to be all matches. So we had. So let me get this correct. So parang ang thing, you were there, you were expecting a match with classical Brian mm-hmm. Leo, and then you lumabas si Chino Ginto, so you were sh- surprised. Yes. Parang, what the fuck are uh, you and doing? Then he would come in and talk shit. Yeah. And then you know we would get into yeah, a brawl. You did a promo or not? He, he did the promo, and then he would talk shit. Oh. And then I should have actually attacked, but I he I dared him to. I made him attack first, so that we would do a brawl. I said, okay. I was thinking that as a face, I shouldn't be the one to strike first. Oh, said, you're right. Honorable honor. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's always react, not proact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we brawled, and then after the brawl, when we were separated by officials, were you like, did you go around? No, 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 oh, no, no. Sorry, no. So we had to make it fast. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I, I got the mic and challenged him to a match at the next show, which we were supposed to do. Naman talaga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, so after the match with classical Brian Leo, which you were pegged to win, mm. you were gonna challenge Chino Gino yes, next. Yes, uh, oh, okay. was we were gonna have that segment talaga. That's oh. why I cut to that segment instead. Ah, yeah. Okay, there we go. There we go. Yeah, and it came off well because we, I didn't have to wrestle a full match. We did a short segment. We just did some acting, and then we got the crowd hyped. And actually, it's it's um, how could how would you say it's um. It's out of the box. Kaya, kaya over yung segment. Na yun. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, if you're a fan, like you're, you're expecting, oh, they're gonna have a match. But we what? what? And then of course shock factor was, and then the brawl. So yeah, good. That was. I mean, if I were in the wrestling show after intermission, pa, bro. Yeah, nice way, nice way to start it. Yeah, right. <laughs> chaos. It was fucking hot, right? Yeah, chaos, chaos. So, yeah, I actually got praise for that audible because. Um, it it went over well. Yeah. So I I, I know Red put me over after that because it was like quick thinking. And it helps the cause of your next match. Because yeah. it's like that. Yeah. You know, you didn't have to risk having a bad match out there because you didn't have to. You didn't get to talk with anyone, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, and it was uh, actually it was. I actually am pretty proud of that moment, but not for Yusuf. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, he was having a panic attack. I guess. Quote unquote panic attack. Uh, <laughs> so what happened? What happened? To uh, it was him over? Uh, sorry. Quote unquote panic attack. I said, Martivo was debuting on that show, 
And then Martivo kasi was a really, really, is a really, really good technical wrestler. Like, even better than Yusuf himself. Like, he was super smooth. He's super smooth with the, the chain wrestling. Like, I am so proud of that guy for being that good. So, when he got over with the crowd right away, parang, I, I was told that Yusuf sat up and, you know, uh, suddenly nabuhayan siya. <laughs> So we don't know if it was quote unquote playing anxiety attack. So you don't know. Okay, yeah, so. I just hate that. I'm sorry, but anyway. So, quick question: Since you you were talking about Martivo, you you've had is it a, a match that you've had before while yes. you were okay? I so. have a match with Martivo. Yeah. Yes, uh, that is actually a different story. But that isn't that? It's also an interesting story. Yeah, we anyway. don't have to talk about it right now. Oh no, it's know. gonna happen in 2018. Yeah. Okay, so what happened after the segment? Like backstage, what was the vibe? Okay, so after the show, uh, we had time until our July show, which is at APCC 2016, Asia Pop Comic Con. Where is Yusuf in this? Okay, so before everything happened, I don't actually know who was the one in charge of talking to APCC. Oh. I think it might have been JDL at the time. Uh, but yun, um, sometime after that, on one Sunday training session, um, the afternoon was blocked off to quote unquote put Yusuf on trial. Wrestler's court. In a manner of speaking, yes, wrestler's court. Intervention. So people grilled him over his abject failure in Batanes and Chepper other things that, that they noticed about him. He was actually really toxic. So he was really toxic. And then the the worst part is Yusuf didn't think that he didn't do any he didn't think that he did anything wrong. Cause in his eyes, because he wasn't the one doing the negotiations with the other parties and you know so he's blaming finalizing, his wife. finalizing the travel plan. No, he wouldn't blame anyone. He wouldn't name drop who made these plans. You know, it's a but he also wouldn't own up any responsibility. So that was a part the bad part. Because he Legit didn't understand, or he was too arrogant to acknowledge the concept of command responsibility. Yeah. Which is, for those who don't know, when you are the leader, you own up your subordinates' fuck ups. Of course you do. Yeah. And he didn't know that. He didn't want any responsibility. He just wanted the power and the glory. Uh, Paul Roma and the uh, Hercules. I, I was about to say, <laughs> good. Oh, man. That was, that was good. <laughs> Cold? So yeah, he he wanted the 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 good things about being called the president of PWR, but he didn't really want to do the hard work. Oh yeah, actually, Yung Batanis thing wasn't the last fuck up that he left behind. So that's another story <sighs> in season two. It's just one. It's just oh no, it's two. So he's already at two. No, it was at three. But Manila Madness, Batanis, and then this last thing that we'll talk about when we start twenty seventeen. Oh, season. okay, okay, let's go. So what happened? So at this point, um, after grilling him, you know, talking about his fuck ups, uh, what happened uh, on the management side? Yeah, on the management side, people will have to fact check me on this. I believe Senator JDL will have to fact check me on this. But we need your help. I remember that he was stripped of his power as president, and he was suspended. Okay. Yeah, he was suspended, but I I know that he wasn't gonna be kicked out. A PWR question though. Dun sa, so right, you you quote unquote tried them in wrestlers court. Mm. Was there any resolution to it? Uh, I mean, other than yung parang president, like parang nagkaron ba ng parang like sorry sorry yung isat isa or something? No, he didn't say sorry. Oh he my god! Sorry. 
He never apologized for anything. Because yeah, he didn't think he did anything wrong. Oh my God. Okay, okay. So after that, so he got suspended. Uh, he, he wasn't going to be kicked out. So Yeah, I know he wasn't going to be kicked out. He was just going to be suspended. And I know that he would have just been there had he just kept his head down and, you know, tried to atone. <laughs> uh, so parang, like, um, somehow, like, you mm. nung na 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 bench ka mm. without yung that I guess, kind of yeah. fuck up parang ganun if he would have stayed yeah and then he just eventually just broke away kasi syempre pahiyana siya eh, yeah. so he just stopped but i could be wrong i could be wrong that he wasn't officially kicked out but alam ko lang alam ko lang talaga he wasn't done talaga it's just that everyone was already mad at him so parang he felt that there was no point in staying mm. but I understand that actually from a first-hand perspective, from first-hand experience. I understand why it's just better to leave. Because you're already tired, right? There is sometimes no point in staying when everyone is hostile towards you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I understand. So yeah, um, actually, after that time, uh, I know he wasn't kicked out because his mom would make dummy accounts on Facebook. And then they were commenting on PWR posts saying, let Yusuf wrestle. Yeah, yeah, legit. legit. This is legit. People will, I I know this is for a fact because I I saw those posts. Yung terminology was let Brian Leo play. Like it was a basketball game. (laughs) Put me in, coach. PWR is a team suddenly. Okay. Yeah, so that's how I know that he wasn't kicked out talaga. Kasi, <laughs> yeah. So how about yung relationship nyo together? Kasi, oh yeah, and then after that, yung after that, we didn't really want to associate with him anymore. Kasi we also found out we were uh, Stan and I, or mostly me, I was really the last one to turn on him right before on right before that wrestler's court session. Oh. Because uh, the boys had told us that he was talking shit about us uh, behind so yun our yun back. Yun last, ano, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I didn't want to believe it at first because like, what the fuck? And then, so, so like the first one, the batanes so bad mm, trip. Uh, uh, you were like you not Yeah, so we weren't there. The bullets. Biglang, boom. You dropped this bomb on you, yeah. this Oppenheimer on you guys. Yeah, yeah. So I could, I didn't want to believe it at first, but uh, a lot of them corroborated that uh, he was talking shit about Stan and I in the wrestling gods. So you could fuck confirm, that. fuck that. So okay. our official, um, our official line for Yusuf was that we didn't want him on the show anymore because he didn't watch WWE, or he, so he claimed because it was his words, not ours. Shemper, we wanted to do a show in which we knew everything happening in WWE. That sounds familiar, but that's I know. what I'm, I, that would digress me into something that I, I know. Would, Go ahead. Go like, for it. No, it's about it, it's something in from our private conversation. Okay, fine. <laughs> but ah, okay, yes. Anyway, yun, yun yung official line namin. And then, I well, remember, fair. I remember we did this at Starbucks Greenfield. And then we were Stan and I were so afraid that Yusuf would cause a fight and cause a scene. Cause he did actually try to cause a scene. He tried to fight JDL at um, the appraisery in Kubao X. 
How so? Like for what? As in he slapped him. He straight up slapped him because he was angry. Bakit? As in he was being forced out. Or parang he was ano? You oh. know, because he was being he was being you know ginigisasha because of this yeah because of this yeah, oh, yeah wow. he tried he tried he tried to cause a scene so no. he tried to fight JDL but uh, the what did how did JDL take well, it? no he just he just stood there and laughed because he was the only one everyone else who was there was anti him okay so parang if he was gonna if if they were gonna fight he was outnumbered but <laughs> I mean but, at that time, si JDL would be unbiased or talaga. Oh no no no! He was um he would become the next president, and people were actually behind JDL backstage. Because at that point, everybody had soured on Yusuf. And of course, but bro, come on, man, slap a guy, <laughs> Jesus Christ! So yeah, so we were afraid that Yusuf was was gonna cause. Was a he scene. invited to that what? part? Yung kung ano man yung event na yun sa Oh no no! They had a sit down. They were really gonna meet. Oh, so talaga. Yeah. Ah, it was a. a, a uh, as a discussion yeah it was some sort of meeting I can't remember for what anymore you were but there? Again, no I wasn't there okay no. uh, he slapped JDL and then he JDL didn't fight back because he thought I think he thought it was pathetic <laughs> and then he left after no, huh? after slapping he just walked I don't know I, I don't know what happened after that uh, so we fired Yusuf in a meeting at uh, Starbucks Greenfield. <laughs> and then... We were afraid that he was going to cause a scene. So we sat near the door where everyone could see us. <laughs> ah, good. Okay, good strategy. Yes, sir. Good strategy. If someone's going to get caught, it'd rather be yep. him. You know, yep. like parang the thing. He started it. <laughs> okay, so what happened? Did he take it... Like, did he get hurt? Uh, what 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 is the conversation after? No, no finire niya sa wrestling gods. Uh well, he just took it. Because well, what was he gonna do? <laughs> I mean, alam na our Fox our na. yeah, we told Fox that we were gonna let him. We were gonna part ways with him. It was our show. Okay. So yeah. Uh, Did you guys get a third guy? Or yes, we we overhauled the show with two new hosts mm. the next year. Okay. And that's something that we will discuss or no? Uh, when we get to the next season, I think. Okay. So, ayun, uh, what's the worst part about that? Yusuf? Huh? Uh, oh, yeah. The worst part was that it wasn't even that he was selfish and immature and a dick. It was really because it was the worst part really was he was super incompetent. Uh, I like to make this joke now on Twitter. Still calling it Twitter. That um, Elon Musk is the classical Brian Leo of the oh, internet, you did. or maybe classical Brian Leo is the Elon Musk of Philippine wrestling. Pro wrestling. <laughs> and that's because he was so so stupid. Sorry, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, maybe I'm not sorry, but he really was super incompetent. And that like, was yeah, everyone else was doing the work. Everyone else was making the shows happen. Like his wife was making the shows happen. His mom was making the shows happen. Uh, his mom got the bookings, right? so they were the ones making things happen. And then Yusuf was just holding on to this um, title. Oh yeah, so I forgot to, I almost forgot to put it in the outline. So in 2015, in the, in the second half of 2015, Yusuf got into business with this expat from the U.S. See Jerry Lozano. Okay. Jerry Lozano was trying to start up 
a streaming network. And he, he promised Yusuf a lot of things. Like he promised Yusuf that they would, you know, launch the streaming network with PWR content, PWR ah, footage. And it would go the, so big. Burn the network. Yeah. And Yusuf fell for it so hard. That was it turned out that Jerry's um base of operations was his condo in Eastwood. Nah, it was just, he he converted a condo in Eastwood into some makeshift studio. That was what was that the network his network didn't even launch or whatever. But I'm that Yusuf would eventually realize it, but that that he was being played, but like it was that was a red flag of his his incompetence, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just trusted this guy. Too much. Yeah. yeah. We were there, we were we were shooting promos. We were lining up outside his condo. We were hanging out in KFC outside East in Eastwood, ah, waiting for a turn. Niyo, like me ah, yeah, I thought we were. It was some big operation. It was a, a, a weird startup. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it was just so bad. Then Yusuf would go into meetings with uh, with you know Wilma Galvante of GMA, carrying his baby, his crying baby. He brought it into a meeting. Wow. Yeah. Super unprofessional. Yeah. Like, this was a kid. Jujit. He was a kid. He was in his early 20s at the time. Yeah, and you'd say that he's younger than you. Yeah, he was... A, this was a, a, a kid trying to play Vince McMahon. Yeah. So it's basically Tony Khan. No, <laughs> no Tony Khan is successful. <laughs> I will give him that. <laughs> but Yusuf was really pretending he knew everything and he can do everything. Like, I don't care if you listen to this, Yusuf. But I mean... Sorry, I mean like Sorry, not sorry. I mean this was our truth, right? Yeah. So he wasn't competent enough you know, than uh, leading. Yeah, uh, that was that was the worst part. Because you know, if you're cutthroat, I can forgive that as long as you're making things happen for all of us, right? but you you weren't. You were not only were you a bad person, you were also uh you were also not competent. <laughs> so So after he left, right? So the, fired. Yeah, he would leave. Uh, well, he, he, yeah, he wasn't fired. He would just leave. So PWR. Yeah. So what happened? Like, did you hear anything from him? Yeah, he would. He would lay low for a little bit. He would hook up with Chili Willy. Um, I haven't told the story of Chili Willy. Shit. Uh, okay. Well, no, we'll talk about that when he when we talk about him getting booked on the show. Uh, so he hooked up with Chili Willy, and then they started. Um, a new promotion called Art of War Wrestling, which is a whole other, a bit of an other episode mm-hmm. at this point because I never got to see Art of War. But, I, was, I was surprised with Art of War. But yeah, yeah continue first. Yeah, so that, that promotion lasted one show. Oh, <laughs> So you can see how incompetent Yusuf really was. When I first saw Art of War, I, I, I remember... If I'm correct, they they did the first show nila sa club. Sa Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah. I was like, man, this looks like Def Jam Vendetta. <laughs> but <laughs> but it you know it was very badly run. Who's anyway. there? Like any any familiar faces from there? Yeah. So uh, sorry. Any familiar faces? That's a art of war. Yeah. Uh, Ken Cipher. Uh, Him. Yeah, the Bidravena. Oh, the Bidravena. Yeah, was there. yeah. Okay. A lot of the. A lot of the guys who are part of World Underground Wrestling now, they were from Art of War. So, they're the attack of Art of War. That's why they kind of have a chip on their shoulders. And that's good. Yeah. yeah. So that- they, were, they were screwed over by Yusuf. So, yeah. Um, he would try to do all that stuff, but, of course, 
as people have told me since and as you know as he would demonstrate then over the years he didn't really change for the better <laughs> like um he was part of MWF and then he wasn't fired or anything he wasn't kicked out when he found when when MWF became public with getting us come you know our group he just he just stopped going because he knew that you know he was already screwed because he also left a he left a bad impression of himself with MWF. Oh really? Yeah, he did. Oh my god! And then the people who he fought on the way out of PWR were now brought in. So talaga ng Gigi nasa. Yeah, but alam mo like parang kung nag, at least man lang nagpakita na nagbago ka, you, eh, you could have well, at least nope. changed some. Yeah, well, uh, he he uh, he suckered out of that. He he hid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if yeah, as you said, he wasn't competent and he, he wasn't ready to take responsibility for some mistakes. Yeah. If he would have like just yeah, what? yeah. If he, he if he just tried, stayed, stay, tried, apologized. Really tried. If he just tried to be better, then you yeah. know, okay, I think, no way, he's not. I mean, yeah. So sad. That's why I was surprised when yeah he was booked at MWF. I was like, what? Yep. CBL was is in him, but what yep. the hell and is going I, on? I got really mad at MWF for that. I I, really I temporarily burned a bridge because of that. Okay. Which was another story. Yeah. Know, that from, was. And then nagulat na lang ako na he wasn't like after a few shows was where nawala siya. No, he was there throughout the pan um, heading into the pandemic. So yeah, 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 yeah. Pero like after like ayun yeah, kasi heading out of the pandemic we were hired by MWF. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so that is the longish tirade on on Yusuf on classical Brian Leo. Now you know the story um of him. Like it had to be told. I mean if we're running through my history, I said this was part of it. Yeah, of course. And you wouldn't be talking about that if it didn't lead up to anything. Kung parang yep. sobrang irrelevant lang na story na yun dun sa next chapter yeah. ng story mo, you wouldn't have discussed it. Yep. But since, man... Well, to be honest with you, I I wasn't really looking forward to beating this dead horse. Pero kasi we're going through the history talaga. And this show, the showdown talaga was... You know, that was a story surrounding Shawdown. <laughs> you were supposed to. You yeah. were supposed to wrestle. Yeah, and he bailed and out on you. Yep. Yep. There it is. Whoop! There it is. So yeah, uh, that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, episode eleven, Shawdown. This was heading into the second half. Of, this was already the second half of twenty sixteen, and the next recording, the episodes. Uh, sorry, episode ten, Palata. Episodes 11, 11 and 12, 12 will be taking us through the end of 2016. Okay. So, yeah. So, we'll end the season at the end of 2016. End which of is 2016. A pretty good, I think, a pretty good moment. For, and then for we me. start the Shoe Podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yun, ABL, tell the people what you're plugging. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Abel and Selmo. But enough of that. Let's go to uh, facebook.com slash afterworkpodcastph. So that's where the new podcast is. I'm not in it, but uh, same people will be there. Some familiar faces will be there as well. So it's going to be a good time. And I swear to God, like support everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. watch this podcast, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, my podcast, MWF, all the, all the good stuff. Just keep supporting those, you know. Because that's what keeps us going. So, yeah. How about you, Ro? Where can they find you? Yeah. Uh, 
can find me at shang.daddy, S-H-A-N-G dot D-A-D-D-Y on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. That's where all the wrestling stuff is. My work as a wrestler, my commentary work, all that good stuff. Uh, for takes, um, it's at Rosewar on Twitter. And we get heated on that. We, we oh, talk, yeah, yeah. We talk. We oh, yeah. talk. <laughs> uh, Yun, please watch um, Manila Wrestling Federation Action Revela TV on RJ Rock of Manila. Sky Cable Channel 229. Uh, it's on your Digiboxes as well. I'm not sure where. Free TV as well. Just scan it. Yeah. Tapos, it's also available on Facebook and YouTube. Um, <laughs> the fuck? Because we're doing the sneaker podcast okay, after. Sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> Rock of Manila. Facebook and YouTube. They will show replays other than the show uh, Action Novella TV on Mondays and Thursdays at 9 p.m. There we go. The time slot. And I also want to promote other thing. Uh, Robbie Eagles is here in the Philippines wrestling at uh, Filipino Pro Wrestling's next show on August 27th. Uh, my personal feelings aside from that, from that company, uh, you guys should go watch Robbie, Robbie. Eagles live because it's like the jury dropping by. That that's always special. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, and I know how much being home means to Robbie. So uh, I believe the show is on August twenty seventh. So please go oh, catch so, him. Uh, we're still gonna be yeah, able to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, reach. I just wanted. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you guys that because uh, Robbie being here, an NJPW star, uh, a former. IWGP junior heavyweight champion. World traveled. World traveled. World class wrestler. Oh, he was even in AEW too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was. ROH. ROH. Oh, ROH. Mm -hmm. There we go. So, So, yeah, please go catch him because you don't really know when he gets to do this again, when he gets to come over again. So, yeah, especially please please go watch Kuya Bob. (laughs) Kuya Bob. Sniper Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. know. Ah, this is good. This has been a good episode. At least, you know. Uh, you've been able to discuss this. This was a pretty uh, demanded episode. <laughs> yeah, it was, especially for most, you know, yeah. pundits of uh, Filipino. Yeah, and now so. my back hurts for sitting down for two hours. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's okay. So it's not yeah. your fault. We 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 decided to record two episodes at a time. So yeah. we put this on ourselves. Yeah. I put this on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> till the next episode uh, next week. We'll see you there for the APCC show and uh, the end of 2016. The end so, of season one. Yes, sir. Uh, till then, guys, you know you know the drill. Be nice. Don't be a dick. Be safe. Be dry. Mm. Stay warm. And you know, be healthy. All right. All right. Important. We're out of here. Peace. We're out of time.